<laughs> Hello. Hello. This is weird. This is so weird. Um, do you want me to explain why our audio sounds like, oh, I don't know, season one and half of two? Yes, you can explain. <laughs> I will explain. Um, my tits hurt. <laughs> so... Jill woke up today, and I'm Jill, by the way, and that's Colleen, and this is Four for Gore. <laughs> yeah, this is Four for Gore podcast. What All kinds of stuff checked off. We're efficient when we work remote. Um, we are. That's why we do it. Exactly. Um, I woke up feeling like poop today because um, I didn't sleep very well. And again, aforementioned tits hurting. Uh, and so I texted Colleen and she's an understanding and, and righteous co-hostess and was like, yeah, we can do remote. No worries. I'm like, oh, yeah. Thank so, you. Just put a bra on. <laughs> ready. I'm upright um, in the locked position, at least for a solid hour. You got me at my best for an hour and then we'll see how it goes from there. For an hour? Yeah. Well, food gets delivered in an hour and a half, so I'm kicking y'all out by then. No, I'm just teasing. Well, I was going to say, we'll also see how the rest of the movie goes. Like, after an hour, are you into it? Are you not into it? Maybe not. And it's just like, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I also have to call out, um, it's just funny to me that, like, a minute ago, I had a hoodie on as well. I look like an Eskimo, but, like, you're we look very similar with the buns of glory uh-huh. um, and the spectacles but then yep. you're super springy and i'm like yeah. a t-shirt yeah it has stephen king on it nice i love it i was gonna ask you were walking around too much earlier and i couldn't see exactly what was on there so i was like Chasing. i hope i see it did you take your picture what's that did you take your picture your first no. picture uh don't forget. We're remote. That was yeah. my bad. Um, but it's nice seeing you. Uh, it sun, is. Sun's out, buns out. Sun's uh, out, tits out. <laughs> Just teasing. It kind of feels like, I don't know, the sun's coming in. It kind of looks like I'm sitting by these windows. Yeah. Doesn't I know. It? It, like you, you look like you're there until your figment of your imagination pops in and out there behind yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And then it's it kind of ruins the whole dead giveaway. Feel, I know. But uh, it's, I was like, this is fun. So I like it. You don't know. You'll figure out very short, very shortly. If well, you already know because you know. I would say like whenever we do this, I did this with what uh, when we did uh, Silence of the Lambs when we did this. Yeah, I said uh, I was like, oh, if you don't know what this is, like, but you know by the title, so like, I don't even know why I say that. <laughs> They're like, is that? Um, are you recording from Jill's first apartment? Um, <laughs> uh, or like my third or fourth? <laughs> I've had I've had some doozies. Uh, looks I've like a squirrel doozies. could fall through that ceiling there at any moment. Thank God you have a pit bull ready to go. His mouth was. <laughs> He's like, where? I'm down. <laughs> I'll go get it. <laughs> Well, uh, no, tell me. I think I went first last time. Um, I have nothing. Ex- I have two things on my list. I'm like nothing exciting has been really going on. Um, mm-hmm. like we have a friend that came in from out of town. They're here until the fourth, so we're gonna be hanging out with her. Our friend Dee Dee, she's the best. I've seen her a couple times since she's been home, which has been nice. Um, so hanging out with her. Are you gonna go? You you want to leave? Okay, fine. Um, he's just like standing there now. Anyhow, so um. 
it's been nice seeing her. So we get to celebrate her birthday next week or nice. this, coming, this coming Saturday, actually. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, the only other two like life updates is we just recently made the decision that we're no longer going to build onto our home. Right. Just too damn expensive. That's all I'll say on that end. Yeah. And there's apparently a mine a hundred feet underneath our house. That shit's so crazy to me. It is crazy. I don't know. Like the thing is like Dave was laughing and I mean, he's right. Like a lot of people that he talked to at work were like, there's mines all over where you live. Mm -hmm. Like it's all over Pittsburgh in general, really. Like that's not anything new or exciting probably, but it's a little bit nerve wracking knowing that if we did build like, what if our house just starts to, like, sink into the ground? What if, yeah, how can you know it would be sound? Yes, yes. Right. So we just kind of made the executive decision on top of the fact that, like, even just, we knew it was going to be expensive. Obviously, building onto your home is not cheap. But once we started to, like, crunch the actual numbers, we realized, like, oh, shit, like, it's way more expensive than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um. So we've just decided that instead we're just going to probably purchase a second home and rent our home Mm so um i'm excited but we're gonna go look at a house i'm like it's like the tables have turned i know and what if i was like just a huge dick and you send me links to houses and i'm like yeah like (laughs) i hate all of them i don't give a shit colleen i sent you every single i was like we may see this closet this weekend will you take a look at it and you gave me feedback on every funking address we some of which we didn't even go see and you're like I know I like the front walk okay let me take you take you with me let me take you on my tour and then I'm like an asshole to you and I'm like I don't care <laughs> I don't really care what house you decide to get you already own one that oh, shit. so I'll de- I'll definitely do my best to like ex- you know what I mean like return that favor oh it's I, I it's I I appreciate that very much but just like you always told me you don't expect me to, to tell you what my thoughts were I don't expect it from you either but if you want to give them I'm happy to happy to hear them I would like to hear them. yeah yeah oh so I am excited I mean we've it's been kind of fun like looking at houses again and like kind of seeing what's out there but the problem is though is it like now knowing in this house what I don't like wanting the opposite of that in the new house is pricey because everything I want a house that's moving ready I don't want to do much to it because that's the whole point of this house yeah house is the house to make the equity on sure so I'm kind of like man I don't really want to I don't want to like have to do anything really that much like a couple things here and there of course like in a new house that's fine but like I kind of want it to just be like let's go hell yeah I was like that and that's not how it worked out um but you know what like (laughs) When it's right, it's right. But like, that's what we would have preferred. I mean, every move-in ready house we went to could be the size of a shoebox. I'm like, oh, the possibilities. <laughs> we got it and we're done. And then we, you know, it just, so that's the preferred route. I think you guys all find it. You know? But also your first home, I think you guys made the right decision with yours because that's what we did with ours. You want to be able to put equity in that into that home. So mm-hmm. like adding the stuff that you want to add, fixing up the kitchen, doing all these things. Yeah, you want to have that to hold on to so that later whenever you go to sell it, you're selling it for more money than like what you originally purchased it for. If you sell I, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm liable to break a hip right at some point in my old age. So the stairs in this place are a no go. But, you know, like maybe to your point, we build equity, right? We sell the place for more than what we bought it for. And then maybe we have showers uh, that aren't just in the basement right out the gate. 
Right. And little creepy crawlies that are in your bathtub. Little bastard. I saw them. Only, I only see them. It's like I'm nuts or something. Because he, the, the fiance, never, they never show themselves. Never. He's never. like, I haven't seen a million Lakers since we move in. I'm like running around with a sandal like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Let me get you one of those, like, I think they make, like, bug vacuum cleaners that are actually meant for bugs that you suck them up in the vacuum cleaner, but then you can release them back out into the wild. So it's kind of like a win-win for you and for him because he likes to release and you like them out of your life. That's true. Oh, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say it's like a, yeah, it is a win-win for the bug, too, so they can get back in in an hour and scare oh, me again. True. I'm like, I reckon I'll have to start tagging them so that when they get back in, I'm like, ah, I know you. <laughs> like, it has, like, a little thing on it. Could you imagine the tiniest little tag around their tiny little baby legs? This is like a bug story, right? It's not a bug's life. It's a bug story. So like my dad, I think it was ether that he had access to. I don't know why in his office. Interesting. Um, yeah. So they, uh, the one day there was a huge, huge fly um, buzzing around the office, right? And my dad caught it under a cup, uh, like a styrofoam cup. And poked a hole in it, and they dropped a couple of drops of ether into the cup, and it knocked him out. It, like, knocked the little fly out, right? And so while he was out, my dad took a tissue, and you know how they're too fly, or, like, if you're not, you know, poor, you buy that kind? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go too fly. You're, you're a, a nose in need deserves Yes, indeed. So yeah. like, so he took and he deplied the, the layers, right? So there's just yeah. one layer it was lighter. He took a little strip of it. He cut it with like an exacto knife or something, made a little strip. And then he had a little piece of string, like teeny tiny, tied that around the end of the strip of tissue paper, and then tied that to the leg of the fly. And when it woke up, it was big enough that it could fly around and it looked like it had a little banner attached to it. Did he write anything on like, the banner? What's that? Did he write anything on the banner? No, I asked that. It was a blank banner. They forgot they forgot the font. I know, yeah, right? Yes. I'd be like, I would be like, I retire. Like, I don't know what I would write. If I were at work, I'd be like, fuck you, boss. And like, shoo the fly into there and be like, I don't know. Yeah, how are you going to know who did that? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God, um, I love that. That's so funny. You just reminded me of something. Have you ever... Uh, have you ever heard... I'm going to have to close these blinds. Have you ever heard of a blood worm? No. Don't look it up, but look it up. No! You don't vomit and cringe. It's like a venomous worm that is in like really, really muddy, deep areas of like Maine and like up that direction, right? That way, <clears throat> wherever we are from, from Maine. Right. And it's, they are venomous and they've got these four prongs like at the end oh. of their mouth. Yes. And then when they bite, it's like almost the same exact venom as like a scorpion. <clears throat> God almighty, it sounds so disgusting. It, I, I like anybody that's like watching this and listening to this right now. Um, don't Google it, but Google it. <laughs> or, or like make the person seated next to you Google it. Be like, tell me what about, what's this like? How gross yeah. is it? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty awful. Especially if you don't like worms or you don't like bugs or anything like that. It's not going to, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be an interesting, eh, no, it's gross. I didn't think I'd ever be grossed out by a worm. Right. Yeah. Ever. But anyways, I, it was terrible. 
I'm not looking into that. So tell me about you. (laughs) I was going to let you go right by them. I'm like, go for it, dude, because they're terrible. (laughs) I I have like nothing. But for those of you uh, following us on Instagram, which if you're not already, why? uh, Why not? Yeah, there's our shout out. Oh, yeah. At 4 for Gore podcast on Instagram. Follow, like, share, subscribe, do all the things, all the things the cool kids do. Um, so <laughs> you have glow sticks. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I just, I think sandstorm. <laughs> um, so if you're not following us on there, uh, you should be. And also, too, I um, started a new book, which is why I mentioned Instagram, because I will be, uh, you know, dropping some hinties about what book I quit reading. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's actually why I wore this t-shirt tonight. Just yeah. to be like, I still love you, but like, I never liked Firestarter. So I'm done reading it. And it's my choice. <laughs> I choose my choice. It's my choice. But I did ask you for permission. So I guess. <laughs> what, for me? Yeah, because. Oh, you did. You did. I did. Because here's the thing. I've been talking about it since February. Uh, because we were going to option it as a book versus movie episode. And so, but then the other problem that was my, this is my fault, by the way, every episode we had, I was like, yeah, I don't really like this book. I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have been <laughs> spoiling my opinion uh, the entire duration of what I read. So I quit oh. a big Twitter and it feels really good because. Yeah, yeah. I think it does feel good for you. Mm, I wanted to quit that book like more than I wanted to quit smoking cigarettes. I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) I want to like light it on fire starter and dance around it. Like (laughs) they're like, it's a book burning. (laughs) Start a fire with fire starter. It's just what it's a book burning. I'm like, take it down fire starter. (laughs) So um, do not allow it in schools. But um, (laughs) so I'm done reading that, but I started in its place. I, I put, popped legion in there um and it's a nice fit i really 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 like this book and it's by william peter blatty who was the author of the exorcist Mm -hmm. and the exorcist 3 which is a great fucking movie spoiler um it's based off legion so okay that's about a killer it's about the gemini killer and like no i won't get into all it um I fucking love it. It's so good. And it's just yeah. so nice to be like reading something I enjoy again. Like I was like, I felt like I was in college again. And there was like a class where I had to read like 42 books by end of semester. I'm like, God damn it. you're like, I don't want to do this. This sucks. But it is funny. Cause my copy of Firestarter is so dog-eared. It looks like an accordion. <laughs> and like, I have notes all kinds of crazy shit written in the margins. And I'm like, I'm not even going to finish this. And if I, I go donate it. People will I be don't like, need it. <laughs> they're like, I can't dog ear it to keep my page because this bitch dog eared everything in it. So <laughs> it's that's that. So I'm done with it and it feels really good. I'm glad. I'm very happy for you because I know that it was like really, it was very painful to get through that book for you. And I'm like, how's it going? And you're like, it's not. I just, yeah. <laughs> it's not going. I don't like it. I'm not having fun with it. 
when you have to force yourself to do anything, you're not really enjoying it. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I guess if you're trying to get in the zone of like being healthy or some shit, people, crazy people do that stuff. So I have nothing else. That's why, that's why, that's it. Nothing. I, I'm reading, um, Oh, and Labor Day weekend's coming up, and I'm really looking forward to doing some some gardening and shit, uh, and just hopefully just enjoying the yard, um, because it's been so busy, like, on the weekends and stuff for us, so. Yeah. Long weekend, and then yeah. that's it. I have nothing else. Shall we? Here we are. <laughs> we, uh, I feel like that's the same thing I say every single time, yep. but uh, we are on season five, episode five. and um just really quick two quick things right off the top I don't want to forget but um for those of you that that not follow us but for those of you that listen to us on Spotify not every single one but occasionally Jill and I will come up with a fun little question and we will put it on our Spotify um episodes and you can actually answer the question. Sometimes it's open-ended. Sometimes it's closed. Sometimes oh it's my God. But anyways, not every single episode, but keep an eye out for those of you that listen to us on Spotify because moving forward, you're going to start noticing. And there's some previously that if you haven't listened to, you might see or not see. But there's like a question, right? It's like when you click into the actual episode, you can like see the question inside so anyways moving on we had a question on our on our last episode for texas chainsaw and the question was which do you prefer the og or the remake so we did have a participant you know who you are we love you so much um but uh yeah she prefers uh the og over the remake so, but I also did a little poll on our Instagram and it seemed like everybody really, really enjoys the OG versus well. Yeah. And by remake, we mean 2003 version. So for those of you that are wondering what I'm talking about. Right. So OG one for that question. Um, so just something, something fun. If you all want to like, check it out, maybe we'll ask a question this time. I don't know. We'll see. Your favorite fast food restaurant. <laughs> Weirdest, weirdest thing you've ever done with a bug. Oh, that's a good question. I put a firefly in my mouth once. It was pretty cool. No, you did not. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't, was I didn't see him. Was it weird? Uh, yeah, gross. I mean, he like flutter there. around. Yeah, he flew around for a second and then I opened my mouth and he flew out and I felt like the candy man with a bee. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, is that what I used to do at parties to like make friends? Gross. Yes. Like, yeah. That is, I mean, it's, yeah, that's exactly what you do. Mm. Um, I love that. <laughs> I would never do that though. Cause I don't, I, I like catch a firefly. I think that they're so pretty, but I will not put one in my mouth. Yeah. I don't blame you. I, I don't. I'll, I'll go find a blood worm and maybe let that suck on me. I'm just teasing. I would never. That's disgusting. It's, uh, why'd I bring it up again? <laughs> I don't know. You're haunted. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. So that was the question. And then we have to give a shout out to... Bobby, Bobbert. he picked this movie and yeah. it's the reason it's on our list. Thank you, Bobbert. Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> Love you, Bobby. <laughs> so, um, so yes, thanks, Bobby, to this choice. So we watched, Jill, do you want to say what we watched, though? Do you want to, like, oh. say the title for once? I Yes, I will, actually. I think I've never, I never. 
I can't handle the pressure of the facts. Um, <laughs> we watched It Follows. We did. And it does. Um, so, <laughs> so now try to follow along with us. <laughs> and now you know my background. Yeah. Why maybe it yes. like this. Yeah. I don't know. See? I love it. It's kind of cool, though. It's I like of, it. I, think I was it's like, it's kind of as close as I think I could have gotten to that. Yeah, it definitely is reminiscent of a scene. Too bad it wasn't at nighttime, but I didn't look hard enough. I just picked the first one I could find. Um, So it follows. Okay. So it was, the date of release was March 15th of 2015, which I did not realize that this movie was from 2015. Oh, did you think it was older or newer? I thought it was newer. Oh, okay. For some I reason. Think, I thought yeah. It was, yeah, I thought it was like 2019 at the, at the, at the latest. Mm-hmm. Um, so the director was David Robert Mitchell. Um, he's, he was a, a writer, not, he's not a director in these movies. That's one he is, but he's known for writing, being a writer for Under the Silver Lake, The Myth of the American Sleepover, which kind of sounds interesting. <laughs> is that like, the Yaya sister pants? <laughs> Yeah. They braid each other's hair and exchange jeans or something. I don't know what that movie's even about, but I guess that's kind of what it's about. They just keep getting more and more bedazzled. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sister pants. <laughs> um, and then he's also known for hero. He's known for heroes and villains. So he was a writer on those movies. Um, it's rated R, of course. And then the tagline, oh, also Jill and I did not predict the movie because Jill has seen this before. And I I admitted to Jill that I forgot to predict it because I had technically this was my first time seeing it. But I feel like somebody's told me about this, so I didn't predict it because I feel like I already kind of had an idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that would have been cheating, excuse me. Um, so the tagline says, it doesn't think, it doesn't feel, it doesn't give up. Dun, dun. Oh, I thought you'd like said it doesn't give up. And then there's, oh. like, it's the, and I'm like, I waited. I'm like, oh, like, fuck or what? Give a fuck. <laughs> Got it. Okay, doesn't give up. Got it. The synopsis reads, a young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after a sexual encounter. <laughs> okay. Metaphor. I'm just saying. <laughs> What'd you say? I said metaphor. I'm just oh, I saying. You, <laughs> I thought you said she's a whore. <laughs> She's gonna be. She's oh. gonna, gonna be a whore. We'll talk about um, it. Okay, so in the box office, the budget was $1 million. Opening weekend USA, it made 160000 but still opened on March 15th of 2015. This is obviously from IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, the gross USA in Canada was $15 million, and the gross worldwide was $22 million. Production companies was Northern Lights Films, which is who presented it. The production, the main production company was Animal Kingdom. And then, and I always think of like Disney, but I'm like, (laughs) the Animal Kingdom from like Disney? Tree in the middle. (laughs) Um, And then Two Flints, uh, which is in association with. Um, The running time is an hour and 40 minutes. And then it stars, okay. Bailey Spry is Annie, who's our opening girl. So, like, she's the first girl we're going to learn very quickly. She, whatever, she's our first, she's the opening girl, okay? Yeah. Nothing too exciting to mention other than that. Um, Lauren Bass plays Annie's father. 
also very quick role in yep. the flick. Kier Gilchrist plays Paul, who is Jay, who we're going to meet here shortly. Jay and Kelly's friend. Um, and he's kind of like, like this cute little nerdy dude, like super skinny, like super sweet little like dude that's like been friends with them like his whole life and like yep. grew up together. Um, Mika, Mika, Mika Monroe plays Jay Height, who is our main girl. She's the cute blonde. She's kind of like a cute blonde girl next door. Um, and a very chill kind of chick, like very like, like just not, she's chill. She's just a very chill chick. She's her own drummer, but without like advertising and celebrating it crazily. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Lily uh, Seppi plays Kelly Height, who's Jay's little sister. Um, I put little sister. I'm pretty sure it's a little sister, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and she's kind of like the cool sister, a little bit of a rebel, not like anything crazy, but like she's definitely the one that's like, I'm going to do what mom tells me not to do. And yeah. um, also go by the beat of my own drum, but like literally going to do whatever I feel like kind of a oh, yeah. Um, and then Debbie Williams plays Mrs. Height, who obviously are Kelly and Jay's mom. Olivia Lucardi plays Yara, which I love that name, Yara. Um, uh, the friend of Kelly, Jay, and Paul, who we just got introduced to briefly. Jake Weary plays Hugh and Jeff, who, uh, we won't get into it too much, but, um, Hugh is Jay's boy toy. Yeah. For a bit there. And then Daniel Zovato plays Greg Hannigan, who is the neighbor boy. He's kind of responsible and like an adult for a bit there. Like we'll learn that he's kind of like, even though he's the same age as everybody, he kind of like takes on like the adult role at one point. Yeah, there's um, always a mature one. Yeah, but he's like, he's just like the neighbor boy. Like he's just the dude that like lives next door to Jay and Kelly. Yeah. Ruby Harris plays Mrs. Redmond, who's Jeff's mom. Mm. And Lisa... I think it's pronounced Lisa Polido, 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 is Mrs. Hannigan, who's Greg's mom. Okay. Um, it was filmed in Michigan. Ah. Yeah. Uh, which I was like, interesting, because I don't know why I thought that it was filmed somewhere warmer than that. Mudworm state. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's possible. If they have like clay, they, they like to bury in the clay. <laughs> Stay away from clay. Stop it. I ate yeah. it. <laughs> Disgusting. And you have to get them out with like a special like. No, 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 no. <laughs> telling you, Google it. Don't Google it. Um, everyone's gonna Google it now, and everyone's gonna come for me and be like, "I hate you for like introducing this creature to my to my brain." Um, for the critics, RogerEbert.com. What do you think he rated it out of four? A three. Very close. Better than that, a three and a half. Really? Yes. Wow, he always surprises me. Almost always surprises me. <laughs> oh, yeah, same, almost always. So he went on to say that that kind of primor- primordial dread is embedded in the film's visual style. Mitchell's camera visually unifies the character's shared world, either through static panoramas that show several characters occupying the same space or tracking shots and or pans that follow characters from one end of the room to the other, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. And then Wikipedia, I pulled, of course, a couple little snippets of for the critics. Um, so Peter DeBruge of Variety gave an overall positive review, saying, Start, starting off strong, before losing its way in the end, the stylish, suspenseful chiller should significantly broaden Mitchell's audience without disappointing his early supporters in the slightest. Mm-hmm. 
David Rooney of The Hollywood Reporter said, creepy, suspenseful, and sustained, the skillfully made lo-fi horror movie plays knowingly with genre tropes and yet never winks at the audience, giving it a refreshing face face value earnestness earnestness (laughs) that makes it all the more gripping earnestness goes to prison (laughs) (laughs) he's the best um tim roby of the daily telegraph gave the film five out of five stars and said with its marvelously suggestive title um and thought-provoking exploration of sex uh this indie chiller is a contemporary horror fan's dream come true Oh, wow. And then, to end on the critics, the meta score was an 83 out of 100. The user score was a 7.9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. IMDb rated it a 6.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, the 95%, it was a 95% on the tomato meter. Tomato meter! <laughs> which is certified fresh, by the way. Oh, look out. I don't know, that's like a big deal on, on Rotten Tomatoes if you're certified fresh. And then the audience scored at a 66%, so vastly different. Oh. Vastly different. Somebody paid off the tomato meter. I think they did. They're like, here, do you need some fertilizer? Three first name director guy. He's like, here you go. (laughs) You need to take it. Oh, well, that's fun. I have some Spranks. Yay. Yeah. And I brought one up. Well, you'll see. Um, so, so I call bullshit on this. And as we talk about the movie, of course, we'll kind of talk through this too, but like, and now I don't feel the same as I did. I just want to say I was wrong. Okay. But, uh, the film's concept, I know. Right. Yeah. Like I keep drawing it out. I'm like, wait till you hear this. And then you're like, okay. Um, <laughs> the film's concept derives from, oh, sources, That's okay. IMDb. IMDb. ScreenRant.com, CreepyCatalog.com, Looper.com, and MentalFloss.com. Nice. And ButtFloss.com. I wonder where that sprank is. Oh, interesting. Um, (laughs) So the film's concept derives from a recurring nightmare the director used to have in which he would be stalked by a predator that continually walked slowly towards him. So the first time I watched this movie, if I read that, I'd have been like, it's about STDs. And I'd have been like, whatever. But we'll talk about it. Right. David Robert Mitchell, never trust a man with three first names, mm-hmm. has cited the works of George A. Romero and John Carpenter as influences on his style of filming and creative decisions with this film. Nice. The film was supposed to be, uh, or supposedly more violent in the initial scripts. They were all toned down to secure an R rating, as you mentioned. And this isn't spoilery, but I kind of wanted to set the tone because I noticed it almost immediately. The movie hints at time periods via decor, car makes and models, pictures, but also incorporates more modernized gadgets or appliances, leaving you wondering what the time period actually is. So it's kind of like unsettling. You're not really sure where you're at, right? Um, And it's also difficult to gauge the season in which the story takes place because you'll see like swimming pool action one minute and then people in parkas and in the next minute. So you're like, is this fucking Indian summer or what's happening here? So it changes like scene to scene. You'll see people bundled up or they're swimming and you're just like, wow. Okay. So yeah, that is actually, now that you say that. Yeah. 
just little things like that. Because right at the beginning, I'm like, where, when are we? And we'll talk about a gadget. I'm like, when is that hitting the stores? Because I've never. Um, so anyway, those were my opening pranks. Interesting. I like that. So, opening scene. Opening scene. Um, I don't know. I just like said, like, it's like the suburbs. It's a fall evening. The birds are chirping and a girl just like runs out of her house and heels in a skimpy outfit on the road. Yeah, dude. And it's like the perfect little neighborhood with the tree line. I was like, is this American beauty? But yeah, she comes running out of her house. Right. And the skimpy outfit she's wearing. I was like, young girl in heels. Um, That's Annie, who you mentioned earlier. Yes, that is Annie. Believe, and then she's running from something, but we don't see it. Um, and like this yuppie lady unpacking her minivan of Aldi order shit. She's like, "Are you okay?" Like, like, like I'm fine. Yeah. And then um, I think it's her dad, right? That we hear like an off-camera voice. He's like, he said he calls to Annie, being yep. like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. Um, it just that he's just called Annie's father, obviously. Yeah, yeah. He just like yells out of the house at her and she's just running in heels. I'm like, she is okay. Like, good for you not rolling an ankle. But like, then she, and then I laugh because she runs like a square and then just runs right back to the house. Yeah, Yeah, she runs back into the house and there's like some intense music when she starts running. I love the score. Yeah, the score is really, it is, it is very interesting and very, um, it's very, it's just very unsettling. Yeah, it's very unsettling. I love it. Um, but you know, like you said, she does. She kind of like goes up the street, comes back down into like a square, goes back, runs back in the house past her father, mm-hmm. and he follows her into the house. Yeah, and then there's like a pause, and we don't see anything for a second, and then she runs back out and runs straight to the car and just gets in the car. But like, dad doesn't follow her. No, he's like, well, she must be having a day. PMS. Oh, Maybe she's on her period, and I just don't understand. He's like, this isn't a dad conversation. I don't want to say period to her. <laughs> I'll just let her take the car. She doesn't even have, like, a license. She's like, fuck you, yeah. dad. Like, just, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> so, yeah, she drives away. Um, and then all of a sudden, we're on a beach. Yeah, and it's nighttime, like, officially nighttime. And... She's like sitting on the beach by herself, kind of like crisscross applesauce, sort of. And we can see like a light on her. And then we realize that she had parked the car, just left it like running, essentially. And the lights are just kind of like beaming on her with her back to like, well, now that we know it's Michigan, uh, her back to the lake or whatever it is, Lake Michigan, I'm assuming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But her back's to the lake. And she's on the phone. Like she calls, she calls dad. Yeah. And she's like saying her goodbyes. Yeah. Ominous at all. Yeah. Like, I love you so much. And I'm sorry. It can be such a shit sometimes. And I don't mean to do it. And I love you both so much. Obviously I'm assuming she's talking about mom too. Yeah. Right. Who knows? And then the next morning, um, (laughs) yeah uh annie is revealed in the daytime and she did not learn that pose in yoga Mm-mm. no no so she's like on, she's like on her back right yes and her legs leg or legs at least one of leg. them are completely it's like completely contorted and broken backward Ugh. yeah 
So like, gross. Like, I love that. This is your real. leg and your leg bends this way. <laughs> it's now bent this way. And the, yes, the bone, this bone, whatever bone that is, your femur or something is connected to the barf reflux. Like I can't, it's so good. I love the reveal. I think it's hilarious. It is. It's, it's funny, but it's very, very like, Oh shit. It looks good. Oh shit. Yeah. So mangled body on the beach. At least Chrissy had like a little bit of dignity after they found her post jaws bod. She was like buried a little bit. This girl's like sprawled out. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Annie is done. So hi Annie later. See ya. Um, it's like pool time, right? Yeah, but it's like, yeah. So like we, yeah, it's pool time, and we. This is where we meet Jay for the first time. Yeah, no lifeguard on duty, just Jay swimming solo, hanging out, you know, floating, getting her float on. Uh, and then her sister comes outside real quick, and they have like a little chat, you know. And she's like, Jay's basically like, I got a date tonight, and you know. She's like, ooh, is it Kelly, right? Is her sister named Kelly? Yes, her sister's name is Kelly. Kelly's like, are you going to hang out with Hugh? Yeah, and I didn't catch that at first. I did not catch the name whatsoever. I was like, oh, shit. Like, how did I not catch the name? But anyways, but yeah, Yeah. are you going to hang out with him? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, do you like him? And she's like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's why I'm taking a bath right now in our pool. (laughs) Getting ready for my shower. (laughs) But so, yeah, so we're hanging out, and uh, the neighbor boys are staring at her, right? Oh, yeah. We see that for a second. Not that that does anything, but, like, it's kind of funny that they're just, like, creeping on her, because she's, like, obviously the the older girl next door that, like, is half naked in her bathing suit, right? So they're, like, taking yep. a peek. Oh, yeah. Oh, it does something for them. I'm sure yeah. it does. Uh, and then, so she's done swimming, right? It kind of cuts to, like, an indoor scene. Uh, we meet some noobs, some people... Yep. Big sectional adorned with teens, basically, right? Yeah, at first I thought it was just a really large, that they had just like a really large family. Me too. Yeah, I thought they were all siblings. I forgot most of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know. I had just put down like the starring cast and then I was like, I'll, I'll go back in and fill it out as I figure it out. But at first I was like, Is, are they all like siblings? Like we're going to find out, I guess. So yeah, but she yeah. goes inside and there's three kids on the couch and then mom's just like sitting at the kitchen kitchen table behind them yeah um just kind of you don't even you don't even see her face I don't think the entire time that she's there her face um, is blurred like most of the movie I yeah. read that somewhere like That's it's intentionally yeah yeah you don't actually ever really see her because even at one point well we'll talk about it later but like you just see from like here up yeah right just forehead and like the top of her head at one point yep kind of weird um but yeah so you know we learn quickly though that it's not a large family. Other yeah, that, it's all buddies. Yeah, it's all friends. But what is that like that weird clamshell thing that Yara is reading on? I know, that's like the question du jour. So it's like Paul, Kelly, and Yara are on the couch. That's when Jay walks in. And yeah, Yara's reading and it's like a clamshell compact from the future. That's why yeah. I was so confused like when I'm watching it because the furniture looks old and dated. The pictures are all black and white. Now, granted, you can have black and white photos, obviously. Right. Um, but it's like they're trying to like fuck with you. Like that's why I can't really tell when this is. And I think that's intentional, obviously. 
Uh, I think it's like, but it's like so strange because like you said, like everything, nothing matches with anything. Like yeah. what she's holding is something that we don't even like. <laughs> we don't have that. We don't, I mean, we have phones, but we don't have like a clamshell that closes and opens and, and like you can read a book from it. Like a Polly Pocket Kindle. Yes. Fire. I don't yeah, fucking exactly. know. <laughs> but then like you said, like everything else is kind of old. Like even the pool, not that the pool's old, but like that pool is not like some that you probably see now and like granted the movie was made in 2015 but I, I i agree like it just doesn't feel feels weird like it the is. whole setting feels weird i know i have i have no idea like um and i actually had in my what in the world moment about that little thing i read a, a precursor to the smartphone the flip phone of the early and mid 2000s was nicknamed the clamshell i was like oh yeah i remember that well yeah but like there's no buttons I know. I have no idea. She, I think Yara's from the future. I think there's, <laughs> we don't know it yet, but so there's going to be a part two. <laughs> I think there is. I think there is actually two. <laughs> so then Jay gets dressy, right? They have like a hang sesh for a minute there. Oh, we get yeah. the vibe too. Paul likes Jay as a boy. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Yep. And so, Yara's like the friend that's like, like, she's just kind of like the whatever friend. Like not that she's whatever, but she's just kind of, Yara's like a hipster, I think. Yeah, like hipster kind of chill, kind of like does her own thing, just kind of goes with the flow, like mm-hmm. doesn't really care, kind of is just like there to be there almost. So yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. So Jay's getting ready for her date. She's putting on a cute dress and doing her hair and putting up her, on her lipstick and Yep. Getting and all then, Huh? Getting all dolled. Getting all dolled up. And then we move to a movie date with her and Hugh. Standing in line, talking about things. They played the Who'd You Rather Be game, and that sounds fun. It does sound fun, but I don't know if I would do it for, like, a second or third date with somebody. Well, I was laughing because, of course, Hugh, I'm like, yeah, go figure. A man wants to be a little boy again. Like, I'm shocked right now. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Um, So they're, they're looking around, and they're like, I get to pick with my eyeballs who I'd rather change places with right now, like, just based on what I see. So they're playing that, um, and then they get into the theater, right? They get seats, they're chilling, yeah. movie's about to begin, and this is a cool moment. Again, I forgot most of this movie, but, like, Hugh is looking around, and it's his turn, right, um, yes. to pick, his like, yes. like, who she, yeah, to guess, right, yeah. who she wants to be, who Jay wants to be. Yep. And he goes, I bet you want to be the girl in the yellow dress. He had like turned around and saw this girl and Jay cannot see yellow dress girl. Yeah. She's like, who are you? Who are you looking like? Who are you talking about? And he's like, you don't, you don't see that girl. She's like, no. And then he just out of nowhere, is just like, I want to go. Like, yeah. I'm good. I want to leave like right now. And so they, they, they leave the theater and she's like, are you okay? Like mm-hmm. what, something happened back there. Like, who'd you see? And he's just like, I don't want to talk. I just don't feel good. I just want to get out of there. Yeah, he's like, I have the shits. She's like, enough said. We're good. Sounds fine. Let's go to this diner. Just probably all the snow caps you ate while we were waiting in line. Oh, I love snow caps. <laughs> Whoppers are my movie go-to pick. I love Whoppers. Uh, Twizzlers are my actual movie go-to. Those make me shit myself, remember? So I can't eat them. <laughs> That's a throwback to season one. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I tell you everything. Mm. <laughs> Um, so they, yeah, they leave 
And yep. you're right, they go to a diner, which I was like, I thought you didn't feel good, but again, whatever. Yeah, I guess you're just going to hang out there though. But yeah, did you notice in the background that person walking towards the diner? Yeah, there are people in all throughout the movie mm-hmm. that'll just be like slowly walking toward the camera and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah you're like, wait that. a second. Like the uh-huh. first time that I saw that scene, like that specific scene of the diner, I was like, oh, they're just like walking. But it was very eerie how like they kind of like he the director purposely zooms in like to focus on them, even yes. though they're having their like little diner date. Yep. And your and eyes I like it because. I think there are parts too where it's like it's not actually it that you're seeing walking toward them. It's just like a slow walker. So yeah. you're like, oh, and it's maybe like, not even. So we're all it's a, we're part of it. Getting <laughs> in there. It's all in our interpretation. Um, we have a walk and talk smoking scene with Jay and Kelly. Then right, giving her like the recap of the date out, like yeah, the date or something. I believe so. Are you talking about whenever they're walking, Jay and Kelly are walking home? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And they're bundled, by the way. That's the scene that I was thinking of when I say, like, swimming pool to parka. Like, they're, like, full-on folly clothes. It reminds me of the movie Halloween a lot. Like, that walk and talk scene. um, I really feel like influence, obviously, was there. Oh, sure. I like that scene. It's cool. And, like, Kelly's, like, you're... Your probing little sister. She's like, hey, have you guys done it yet? You know, she's like yeah. smoking like, a thing. She's, she's like alternative and cool and is like, did you let Hugh get it yet or what, sis? You know? And that's when we find out Jay said no. Not yet. They did say Sister of the Traveling Hood Pants. What? Yes. Sister Pants, travel time. I don't know. <laughs> Sisters walk together, pants. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, but, um, so yeah, they have like their little chat and we also kind of really quickly get to meet, um, Greg. We see Greg. Yep. He's off in the distance Mm -hmm. in in a driveway. Yes. And he's washing his car. Yep. Totally. And doing adult things or maybe his parents told him to do it. I don't know. Um, but this is one of those really cool pan panning, uh, scenes that they talked about in the the little snippet that I read from Roger Ebert which I thought was really cool is that you do kind of feel like it's almost endless at that point because it pans from him and just kind of keeps panning over until it goes all the way over to we find that they live across across the street from each other yep I love that it's real seamless mm-hmm. it should feel like you're really there you're in it yeah yeah mm-hmm. it does it was a really cool shot I liked it totally um, and so then we're on to our next date, aren't we? Nature walk time. Ooh, ah! Look at this, you know, cutesy. Jay and Hugh going to hang out near a pretty uh, body of water and uh, make out. Hello. Yeah, totally making out. Probably at Michigan Lake. I know. <laughs> the one shaped like a glove. That <laughs> <laughs> Michigan itself, but then there's oh my God. near it, I've heard. Yes. Um, so yeah, they're making out, you know, and then off to do other things that occur in nature. They go back to the, the car. Can I say though, that I appreciate that Jay was the one that was like, can we go back to the car? Like, yeah, she made, Jay. She made the move. Taking, taking charge. A guy That's will a cute, love that. Cute move. Um. Oh, I thought it was a cute move with the dome light on. Bold. Oh Yeah. Holy yeah, smokes, teens. everyone like, can see. Goodness gracious! See each uh, other. <laughs> no, thank you. Lights off. 
<laughs> if I'm naked, I'm moving quickly to get dressed before someone sees my yeah. white ass. Like, uh-uh. Exactly. Exactly. So they, yeah, good for, by golly, good for those teens. Done yes. and done. She can yes. check that off the list of things to hue. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... You know, they're done with their little, their little sexy time. Yep. And Hugh gets out of the car and walks back to the trunk. And like, we see like a wide shot of him, like opening the trunk and you can hear him kind of doing whatever. And Jay's kind of laying across like the back seats. Yeah. And she's got like her feet out one side, both car, both back doors are open and she's got the other side, like hanging out the front. She's like playing with like some weed flowers, like literally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, going out of like, because they're right in front of this abandoned building. Mm-hmm. Yes, the one. one you're in right now. Yeah, yeah, the one that I'm inside. Um, and so they're in front of that abandoned building, and she's like talking about like I don't know some dream she had as a kid. I didn't pay attention to it. I, I was a, I was listening as much as Hugh was. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes like up, you know, from the other side, like by her feet, and kind of comes in. And he's like kissing on her and being all cute, and she's still telling her story. And then just like out of nowhere, does this rag smell like chloroform? Cause I got one for you. <laughs> Not that trick. I was like, no, I completely yeah, forgot. Why are you doing it? So then, you know, immediately your brain is like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. And. So at first, like, I thought he was enjoying it. And then I very quickly realized, like, you can kind of see, like, a little bit of the side of his face that he's, like, not okay with this. Like, this was a means to an end, but why? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's, what's happening here? So yeah. Jay gets chloroformed. Yeah. And then we're inside the actual abandoned building. Yeah. And it's very, um, oh, I don't know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Red Dragon minus the glue. Yeah, she's in a wheelchair. Yeah, she's tied to a wheelchair. Like her hands are tied to a wheelchair. Are her feet tied to? I think so. I don't know if we see. I can't remember if we see them. But I think we see like from like maybe like a little bit of her waist up for the moment. We can see a couple far back shots, but not not very many. Right. Um. But yeah, she's tied to like an old like wheelchair. Still just in her bra and panties. Yeah, thanks, Hugh, you dick. How <laughs> vulnerable. Like, how vulnerable can you I know. feel and be in that moment? Um, that place is so scary. And you're automatically just like, this guy's a nut job and he's going to murder her ass. You know, yeah. like, promiscuity, girls, guys. This is the theme of the movie. And yeah. it ends up being a little different. So, like, Hugh starts to, like, spiel a little bit. Right. And he says, and I quote (laughs) Hugh, this thing, it's going to follow you. Somebody gave it to me and I passed it to you back in the car. And I'm like, oh no, could have picked a better way to talk about STDs, but okay. I mean, it's a different way. Full disclosure, right? And then he kind of continues to explain like, but, but you still don't know what the hell's going on. So he's like, it can look like anyone, even someone you know. Um, and then he says, if, just sleep with someone as soon as you can and pass it along. Yeah, literally just like go whore yourself out and just get rid of this. And that's the only way to do it, which is an interesting concept. Yeah. She's like, you mean I have to go on three more dates? Because uh, that's how I roll. <laughs> yeah, it's not one and done for me there, Hugh. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, he does. He just kind of like, tell, yeah, exactly that. He just like tells her like, this is what you got to do. Yep. Um, And then 
he's like, I, I, I thought it was creepy when he did say too, and I'm sorry if I, if I, if you said this and I missed it, but whenever he said it can be someone that you know and love, or did you say that? Or the yeah. stranger in the crowd? Yeah. That part was pretty weird. Um, so then he kind of like, after he gives it, it gives his spiel, cause he's saying it and she, he's like, he's behind her obviously. And she, he, he like moves, like he comes running over to her cause he says, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to show you. Yeah. And she's like, what? And so he comes over and like rolls her and we see like face to face, the camera's like, it doesn't leave her face. Like it's attached to her practically. Yeah. It's and a really like, cool scene, like shot. Yeah. And so we see her exact reaction and then it kind of cuts and we kind of look down over like one of the ledges of like the windows from the, the building mm-hmm. and just naked lady just appears out of nowhere. Yeah, just walking out of the forest at them slowly, right? Just, uh, yeah, and just kind of like very silently, like looking up at them, right? Yeah, and they're very silently judging her pubes. You know, they were. I I will say though, in that scene, it's awfully chaotic. Like you said, he's wheeling her around, and with that that uh, angle, definitely almost got motion sick. Uh, Yeah. So she, Jay's still like, "What the fuck is going oning?" And by that point. I was glad to see them driving off in a car together instead of more wheelchair fun. Yeah, um, it was rough. They just peace. I'm like, that's an awkward car ride. That's an awkward car ride. It sure. is an awkward car ride. But also, also don't forget that the, the naked lady doth approach, though. She does come into. Oh, that's right. Into the actual building. And then yeah. he walks up to her at one point and gets real close. And you're like, what the fuck? That's and then right. he comes and grabs her. And then that's whenever he, he tells he tells Jay as they're leaving, he says, what does he say? He says, make sure you never go into a place with only one exit. And oh, yeah. they're they're very slow, but don't let them catch you. Right. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. He was and then, of, yes, they they leave. They leave. He was like full of great advice after he literally screwed her. Um <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> He's like, but I got a plan. So such um, a great second, third, fourth, whatever date that was. What a day. She'll never forget it. I read, and I don't know how true this is or like how I could corroborate it anyway, but the, the first manifestation of it, right? Yeah. Um, that we see the naked lady, that that's Hugh's mother. So I don't know. That's just what I read somewhere. That's Hugh's mother. But we never meet Hugh's mother, do we? Well, yeah, because I think like she could be dead and that's why he sees her. Oh, know? but like, like that. that's what I'm saying. Like we never actually meet her throughout yeah. the movie, but what you're okay, got what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I read that and I was like, ah, maybe, but you know. Awkward if it is. Yes, yeah, her good call. Awkward. Oh. I mean, there's another awkward moment later that I'm like, what the fuck? But anyway. Oh we'll Lord, yes. We'll get to it. Um, so yeah, so they they hightail it out of there, like you said, and then we go back to Jay's house and um, we're with, we're with the kids again. Now we're with Kelly and Yara and Paul and they're playing old maid. Aren't they yeah. old maid? They oh, totally are. Fucking love old maid. Never played it. Oh, it's such an easy, fun game. Like it's, I remember playing that with my gram, like constantly as a child. Like it's a really, really fun, easy game to card, card game to play. But anyways, they're playing old maid. It's kind of like Go Fish, but there's something else to it. It's been so long since I've played it, but it's a very easy game to play. Um, so they get back to the house. They're all kind of sitting out on the front porch at uh, Kelly and Jay's house. And they're just like talking about 
they're essentially aren't they just talking about Jay and how she's dating the Hugh kid and like and Paul like looks like he hates it. Yeah, he's like I don't really like you. I don't think I like this Hugh guy. I don't like his name. Backman. <laughs> Better be the greatest showman. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so right is there, it's kind of speak of the devil, right? Yeah. Because Jay comes home. We see Hugh, you know, her dashing date. Mm, mm. His car pulls up and he 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 literally <laughs> drops her off in the middle of the road. He Still just like in her skibbies. Still mm. just in her skibbies. Yes, he really sweeps her off her feet, doesn't he? Oh, and yeah, he he's, her such a, there. he's such a prince. And so we get some more like eerie music that kind of kicks in, like when they once she's dropped off and he just peels out of there, like he's yeah. gone. And of course, you know, uh, the the friends and Kelly, her sister, go and run up to her and on all that stuff, and then you know ask her if she's okay. And of course, she's all shooken up. And then we see across the street that Greg is it Greg. Yeah. I keep forgetting that his name's Greg. I want to call, I don't know why I keep wanting to say Glenn. Um, but Greg is across the street with his, his sister, I'm assuming, or a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, they're over there and they see like the police are across the street over at Kelly and Jay's house. And I kind of like how the girl's like, there's always something going on with that family. <laughs> yeah. Like we, like, like what is it that's like so crazy? I want to know like her opinion because. Judgy Wudgy was a bear. Right? <laughs> It, like be nice something clearly bad happened yeah um yeah but anyways so yeah we we kind of get a quick glimpse of of once again that he's the neighbor and um the police show up and they question they question jay right they're asking like so it was consensual like can you tell us anything about him where does he live and she's like well i you know i i've never been to his house he always said that he was too embarrassed of where he lived and and all this other stuff so we quickly learned that, like, he was a little bit of a mystery man. Yeah. Yeah. Who picks Hugh as a fake name? I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because that's, oh, that's right. Because they, like, ask questions. And, I, like, I she think. She doesn't know moment, a lot about him. Yeah. She doesn't really know too much. And she's like, I just met him, like, two days ago. I mean, it's only our second date. <laughs> So. And they're like, and you already, okay. No, no yeah, judgment. All right. Sure. I mean, hey, the time's right. The time's right. Um. But yeah, so then we, she goes to the hospital, obviously, and then she, she, it's like very quick, like in the hospital, she's kind of just like laying there and then we cut to her being home and that's a very quick shot of like her just being home for like a day or two, clearly not eating, probably depressed out of her mind. Yeah. Um, And then we go to school. Yeah. Just like that. Just right back. School's in sesh again. Um, And she's in class and she's staring out the window and that reminds me of Halloween as well. Yeah. Uh, when Jamie Lee Curtis is just kind of zoning out, but still knows the answers because she's that one, right? Uh-huh. Oh, no, dance. absolutely. She's definitely, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is the shit, so she uh, knows all. So Jay's staring out the window and she sees someone walking slowly, like real far away in the direction of the school. Yes. Coming closer and closer. And then it, it we eventually get a zoom in on this person and it's like a creepy looking Grandma in what looks like a hospital gown with some long shorts underneath. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some, like, long bicycle shorts. Yes. I'm wearing some right now. Cue the cool music again that we've talked about that I love. Yeah. Super cool. It is cool. And, oh, no. How did that oddly dressed, slow-walking lady get into the school? <laughs> yeah, she, like, 
creeps into the school and so like Jay like she books it out of class. Yeah. He's freaked out. And Glenn's I called him Glenn. Greg uh -huh. in uh Greg is in the class with her and like sees her kind of run out. Yeah. Um and I love how the teacher's like, hey, where are you going? Yeah. College, no one gives a shit in college. No one I cares. thought they were in high school. Oh, I thought they were in college. Oh, I think it's high school. That oh, looks maybe like it school. is high school. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe it is. But I said college. Anyways. Um, but so she leaves and then, yeah, she passes past those two girls. And whenever the old woman kind of like comes around the corner, she walks in between those two girls and you quickly realize those two girls don't even flinch. Yeah. I noticed yeah. it. Um, cause they're in conversation in that hallway. Yep. And like you said, so she just keeps like walking and like her eyes are creepy. The way she looks is creepy. She's not talking. She's just kind of like staring at her. Like all bug eyed, like just it's girl. What are you doing here? Yeah, what is girl yes. doing here? Yeah, she's being quite mobile, is what she's doing Super to the cool. point where Jay just pieces. She's like, I don't care if I get detention, I'm out. So she just leaves, yeah, she leaves, but she goes to like the best place ever, of course. Go to get, go to an ice cream place, of That's course. I would do. I'd say 100%. If I was having that day, I'd be there. I'd be like, I need ice cream. She drove, like, down to Scoops Ahoy to drown the sorrows away. I was laughing so hard. She reminded me of it. I was like, oh, Scoops Ahoy. There it is. Ahoy. Um, but, yeah, she goes there, and this is where Paul and Kelly work together. Yep. And, uh, you know, they start talking, and she's like, I saw this woman, and it was, like, really weird, and something's going on with me. Is something wrong with me? Like, she's having this conversation with the two of them. Yeah. And you know they're both like, no, it's okay. Like, and then Paul, he's like, I'll come stay the night. Oh, I know. I was like, yes, the most virile man. <laughs> yeah, like you're not gonna help us very much, but thanks. I like him. I um, do. I like Paul. I like. And Paul. coincidentally, Paul. Paul. <laughs> I love a good Paul. Uh, <laughs> we know this. And like, too, um, a couple of things remind me of Stranger Things in this, right? So obviously, the the ice cream place kind of made me laugh a little bit. Yeah. Um, but also, too, some of the music that's been kicking in here and there uh, reminds me a little bit of Stranger Things. And also, too, like, teens sticking together, figuring yeah. out, you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of has that, that feel. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. Yep. It's cute. So Paul does come to stay the night, right? Yep. He's on the couch, and then we see that Yara apparently just doesn't ever go home because she's there also. And, um, of course, what we can expect is Jay can't sleep, right? Yeah, rightfully you know, Jay, so. Yeah, rightfully so. So Jay gets up, she comes out, she sits on the opposite end of the couch, and she's, like, facing Paul, and they're kind of just talking. And they start to talk about the, the good old days. Oh, uh, we realize. Yeah, and then, like, we find out real quick that they were each other's first kiss. That's so cute. Adorable. So Paul has wanted to bone Jay forever. Yeah. And I was worried too. I'm like, oh no. Because at one point she like puts her feet near his and they kind of like brush. And I'm like, is she already going to just be like, hey, Paul, get over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get, come on, let's, let's do this right now. I was like, this yeah. is starting awfully wholesomely. I don't want to see that go down right now. Like what's happening here? Mm -mm, not yet, please. Like let's, let's get through some of the movie before we just pass this on. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're shooting the shit, and all of a sudden we hear like a crashed window, like something go through a window. Yeah, and of course she's immediately like freaking out. 
And Paul, of course, is like, I got you, woman, and gets up all tough guy and goes out to check it out, right? Yep, yep. And so Paul does, uh, oh, no, he says he's going to go wake up Kelly as well. He says, I'm going to wake up your sister. Well, because he goes out and he, that's when we find out, like, the the window, window. it's the kitchen window, it's broken. Yes. Um, But you're right, though, because then Jay's left alone in the living room while Paul goes and wakes Kelly, you know what I mean? And that's when we have that eerie sounding movie music playing from the television, which I thought was really fun. Um, Because you'll notice the things they watch are really dated, too. It's always an old movie or an old cartoon. Um, but they have this funny music while she's like, Jay gets up from the couch and is looking around the house mm-hmm. and it just goes with it so well. I'm like, clever, like that, like yep. that. Yep. No, and she good. sees something in the kitchen slowly walking toward her. It's very, at first it was very like startling. I'd say startling, but it's like a teenage girl walking towards her in like a mini skirt. Yeah. But then we start seeing something come through the miniskirt. And at first I thought it was blood. And then we quickly realized she's peeing herself. Yeah. This chick has seen better days. Uh, she's Half missing. A boob is out, I think. Yeah. She's missing teeth. Yes. A boob, a boob is out. And her clothes are all ripped and stuff. And yeah, yeah she's pissing down her own legs. So yeah. basically just me after a long weekend, you know. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm too old for this. Um, so, yeah, she's walking toward Jay, and it's, like, super creepy and startled me. Again, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I um, wasn't expecting that. I was startled. So, Jay obviously, you know, does the dip. Again, yeah. she runs and locks herself in her room mm-hmm. to get away from this freaking thing, leaving Paul and Kelly confused on the other side. They're like, what are you doing? Like, what's it? She's like, you know, it's downstairs. I saw a girl downstairs in the kitchen. And of course, she's like crying and she's very distraught and just. Well, yeah, her kitchen's covered in pee. I'd be yeah, I don't want to clean that up. <laughs> Mom wants to clean that up. So, you know, she's having a moment and she's like, they're trying to convince her on the other side to open the door, right? Yes. So they finally convince her to open the door. She opens the door. The two of them come in and she then proceeds to step away from the door again. And she's like, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. Like I, I gotta get out of here. I can't be here. Like, and they're like, nothing. We were just down there. There's nothing downstairs. Like what's, what's going on with you? Like Kelly's like, are you okay? What is happening? Right. Um, I think even at one point too, Jay's like, what is wrong with me? Like, yeah. why am I yeah. seeing this stuff? Right. Totally. She's very upset. This is the part that probably is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is my favorite by far. So the, um, so Yara's on the other side of the door as well, because everybody forgot about Yara. Yeah, she she, was, well, she had her her nose in her clamshell book. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody forgot about Yara. And so she's on the other side of the door and she's like, what are you guys doing? And, and, you know, of course, Jay's like, do not open the door. Don't open the door. Don't do that. Like, it's not her. Like, whatever, right? Like, she's convinced that it's not her. Yeah. And so they finally open the door. But when Jay opens the door and Yara starts walking towards her, Ugh. the tallest, creepiest guy just, just like, walks towards them. Yeah. And it is terrifying. He's like a scary version of Lurch from the Adams family. Like, yes. and. And his eyes are blacked out, real scary. And yeah, like he, it, like he hasn't slept in years. And there's like super shrill music 
kicks in and Jay just loses her shit and just mm-hmm. books it. And she it, literally it, jumps off her own balcony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. She literally jumps off her own balcony. No shoes. <laughs> yeah. Thank God she didn't land on a tree root. Right? Screwed. My God. So, so I laugh too because Jay, she just hops on a bike. All these other times she escapes in like a car. She's like, ooh, a huffy. Like gets on yeah. a bike. Uh, and that's great that it, you know, it's just like riding a bike. Because uh, otherwise wouldn't have been successful in riding off to the playground. But like, here's my thing. This is the part that I don't like. I, I it's, not, it's not that it lost me. I'm going to say is I don't like that for someone who doesn't want to be alone and for somebody who's scared right now, she chooses to, to, to ride off on her, on her bike alone in a playground at nighttime. Well, I think too, if you're alone, you, you can keep your eye eyes peeled, right? And if you're out in the open, you don't have to worry about any of those surprises, like fucking busting through your kitchen window and stuff. Because the Aunt Annie did the same thing. It was like they wanted to be isolated in, in the open so that they could have their eyes peeled or something. That's you know? true. Okay. Okay. All right. Good explanation. And and two is like I don't want to be around my friends or anyone I know because I know it'll mimic the look of them. So like, how can I trust? Yara's not a fucked up it version of Yara. Yeah, that's true. Okay, good call. So that's just my, and I, I like to be, I'm an introvert. So I'm like, ooh, I'd like to be alone too. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't want to be there either. So <laughs> no, thank you. But the friends though, they do find Jay. Obviously Everyone finds Jay, yep. Yes, she was uh, sitting there uh, on a swing set. I was like, oh my gosh, I hope she doesn't biff it off of it like I did within the last year. That was the funniest shit ever when I fell in the <laughs> mulch. Uh, knocked me right down to earth as if I was having like a great day that I was like feeling like feeling myself. It's like, nope, you can't even swing right. You fell. <laughs> so the friends show up at the playground. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, Paul, and Yara. And then introduce Greg, right? Like officially, he shows up too, and they're yeah. all talking. Yeah, like he shows up randomly at the playground, which I mean, he must have just like seen that. Oh, he does see them like leaving the house, so he obviously just followed them, right? Um, because right. he sees them following Jay um, originally. Is he like the Eddie Munson equivalent, by the way. Before I forget, <laughs> yeah, he might be the Eddie Munson equivalent, just not hot. Yeah, just not with the cool hair, the oh, guitar. But there's Eddie Munson is is hot, and this and this uh, Greg Glenn because uh, I can't <laughs> call him Glenn. Um, Greg, Greg Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> Greg, Greg uh, yeah, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Gregarious, <laughs> uh, which was um uh uh the last guy that we did. Uh, my director actually helped That's direct funny. that. I think uh, I believe so. Yeah, but anyways. So Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, uh, <laughs> he is kind of like the Eddie Munson of the group, though. Yes, yeah. I just picked up on it. No, you're, you're good. You're good. Probably just the best. <laughs> you're like it's just better that I just keep going. <laughs> uh, well, and he um, offers to help. Greg yeah, is like, like, yeah, he's like, let's take a cruise to find Hugh. Right, yeah. I got the car. Let's get yeah. in my car. I waxed it all day, so yeah. it's ready. It's streamlined. It's looking good. I'm ready to rock. And um, they go to they go to Hughes' crib. Yeah, they they like so they yeah like you said. There's like a quick little like 
road trip. And then they arrive to like a busted up rundown house. It's like apparently Hughes. Dude, it looks like a hobo den with less furniture. Like it's like scary. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. get in there. They just like walk up and they're like, oh, interesting. And then they get in. And you see, though, he did rig it up with like a homemade security system. He's got some cans strung about. Yeah. I was just going to say, he's got cans with like strings with cans attached to them along the windows and yeah. not near the doors or anything, but he's got like the windows are all kind of like, um, like newspapered up so you can't see anything. Right. Um, and he definitely, yeah, like a makeshift alarm is definitely in the works for him. Good call. And they keep going through the house and we find some prescription drugs in the bathroom. We don't know what those are. I don't know what those are. The labels are all ripped off. It's like one of those like mystery bottles. Like, do you trust me? Like, do you have a headache or do you want to die? I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Or do you just like want to like feel really good and trip a little bit? Like, what are you feeling? (laughs) What are you, what are you moving for? But that's not all they find. Yeah. Wait, what was that? That's not all they find. Oh. Uh, Paul finds some dirty mags. And I was like, ew, no wonder everyone's catching the It Follows in this movie. You're all up there touching fucking used porno mags. Like, Well, I mean, not to mention that he picks up the used magazines with tissues on top of that. Oh, I know, right? Clearly had been enjoyed. Yes. yes. Like, those went to good use in that moment. I was like, why would you... Why would you touch that, Paul? Uh, I know. You I'll deserve the point. it follows. You deserve I'll, the I lost a point. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like sitting on this dirty old mattress. And like you said, he finds some play pens and he's kind of like just going through uh going through them, right? At least we know that he was a little active. Um and but yeah, he's like rummaging through and finds a picture of Hugh in a letterman's jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And like, like Danny Wait. Zuko at the end of Greece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Love it so much. Um, so yeah, they see that, and everyone has like a shrug. Oh, interesting moment. You know, Paul's like weird. Um, and then don't we just go to school, like another school? Do we just yeah, get they, to go? You know, they go to like the admin office, and they're like, they're clearly talking to some woman at the counter that has like a yearbook, probably whatever. Who knows? I mean, they have to keep those on file, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, how long do you think they keep all those yearbooks? Forever? Like I one mean, tax, tax stuff you only have to keep for seven years. So I don't know if I'm in an archive somewhere, like looking all silly with pigtails. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just interesting to me. Like, how long do they like? Do they have like a basement where they just keep stacking them one by one? Like, I think probably. I think probably. yeah. I wouldn't want to see a high school basement. I think it'd be creepy. Um, so, but yeah, we find out pretty quickly that, you know, at this admin office that they're at, they like figure out that his name is Jeff. Yes. Hugh's Jeff, a liar. Jeff Redmond. Yeah. Jeff Redmond. And then they also figure out uh, that, well, we also start to like realize more and more that Paul is becoming uh, jealous of Greg. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, finding out all this stuff and helping Jay. Paul, man. He can't catch it. He's so in the friend zone currently. Oh, he is. It's bad. It's really bad. (laughs) So they're field tripping all over the place because 
They also, now that they know Jeff is a Jeff and not a Hugh and a hobo den, they go to Jeff's house. They're like, well, like at least this is his real home. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. Um, so we learn, uh, they're all sitting outside, right, having a powwow, and we learn that <laughs> Jeff's still being followed by it follows, or whatever, I don't know, <laughs> which is like, sucks to be you, dude. He's like, right. uh, I'm still seeing it because Jay was a lousy lay or something. Like, I don't know, why, why? I don't really know why he still sees it. I. But doesn't he say at one point that like it can't necessarily hurt him, but he can still see it? I think so. Yeah, and he, he says that it can still hurt her. And then I, I did also. I oh, kind of thought it was. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but if it gets her, it'll come back to him and yes. try to hurt him. So it's right. like a chain reaction thing now. You know, right. she, she has to keep avoiding it or pass it on. Then they'll both fail. You always have to keep doing that to get as safe as you possibly can. Yes. Yeah. So, like, once she passes it on, the next person still has to pass it on for her to officially be safe. Right, exactly. Not officially safe until it's, like, passed on twice after you, technically. I don't know if it just kept offing people. Would you be, like, 20 years from now, you'd forget, and you're at a grocery store, you're like, oh, no, like, I don't know. <laughs> the person in front of you just got hit by a car, coincidentally, and so now it's like, damn, Colleen, you know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, Jack, yeah. Um, I did think it was kind of funny and kind of shitty all in one breath whenever Jeff's like, like, just go find somebody. It shouldn't be hard. Yeah. Like, well, and to call back again, I keep saying it, but like the metaphor thing, of course he's like, I, I think I got it at a one night stand with a girl from a bar. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, you're laying it on kind of thick with like the extras here, but like still I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm digging this. Okay. Right. Right. Like right. where it's going. So they um end up going off to like a beautiful in the middle of nowhere home. Whose house is that? Is that Greg? Um, it's Greg's parents' house. They have okay. like a house. Um, yeah. Can you just say too that Yara sleeps a lot? <laughs> She's sleeping in the car. At one point, she's sleeping at one of their houses, I think, um, during all of this. She naps a lot. She's a very tired girl. I don't know what she does. I, I agree with you. I think that she's from the future because something's not. <laughs> she's Yara is on TikTok. She's narcoleptic and from the future. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. But like they, they do, they go out into the boonies um, and it's Greg's family's house. He even says like at one point, like it's something crazy to look at, but like, it's something that we can go to and like be safe in whatever. We have a lot of cans there. We can hang up. <laughs> yeah. They like makeshift their own little can uh, alarm system. Like, like, uh, like what's his face did Hugh. Yep. Hugh, Hugh Jeff, Jeff, Hugh. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, um, we go to the next morning. So, like, they spend the night. It kind of cuts. They spend the night, whatever. It's the next morning after they've gotten there. They arrived. And we have a little target practice. Yeah. Eddie Munson with shorter hair is like, everyone's going to shoot some guns today. Yeah. Uh, we need to, we need to hone our skills because <laughs> now we're a family. Like, where yeah. are the parents? Like, I don't like, I, I said the same thing. I said, no one's asking where they are. No one cares. No one seems to give a shit that they're like out here doing like random shit. It's just like the Goonies. They're like, whatever. Some of yeah, us don't like, even have parents. Like, like they don't this? even care. They don't give a shit about us. No, um, they never taught us about safe sex. This sucks. They clearly <laughs> did not. Um, so yeah, so they go out, they have some target practice, and then everyone's just like sitting by the lake at some point. Um, of course, Yara's off doing Yara things in the lake by herself, and everybody else is up on the beach. And 
Greg gets up to like leave at one point, but before he leaves, we start to see someone off in the distance. Yes. Like a girl walking towards, and we just know, like, you know, that it's one of those things. It's, it's it, not Pennywise, but it's it. Yes. It's following. It is following. And, um, of course it's behind, like Jay has her back to it. Yeah. So no one else can see the damn thing. Right. Nope. Um, nope. And so it gets, it's getting closer. It's lurking closely. And <laughs> I die. I, when, I, I laughed. I did. I laughed so hard. So when you realize, because then you get it from Kelly's point of view, so you don't see its figure anymore, right? Right. But how you know it finally got up to Jay is it pulls her hair up like Cindy Lou Who yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> it just like picks her up by it. And I died laughing. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty hilarious. Yanks her around like crazy. And then Paul gets up and is like, not my woman. And chucks a chair at it. I'm like, yeah, what? like super, super hard. Like that yeah. was pretty rough. Like knocks so him down. Mm-hmm. Knocks him down. And thank G for that gun and all the practice. I mean, kind of like Jay starts trying to get away right with everyone and just starts shooting at it. Yep. Um, and can we say, by the way, too, at this point, it's an imitating Yara, which is creepy as fuck. It looks like Yara, and she oh, has to shoot it. It does look like Yara, huh? Yeah, and she has to shoot it, and it's like, oh, I'd be like, is everyone okay? I mean, and too, not to mention, Greg's dodging bullets in the sand, like, normally. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, like, you're gonna kill Like, stop, friends. stop shooting at this point. Like, it was very reckless at that moment. Like, I understand yeah. why she was doing it, but, like, it was very, very reckless. Like, very He's reckless. like, I'll get behind this beach chair. Don't shoot, don't shoot. I'm like, that's gonna... Yeah, that's yeah. not going to help you, bud. You're not quite <laughs> smart there, buddy. Um, but yeah, so like they get into the, like they all hide into like that, like, I guess it's kind of like a storage shed type place. Yeah. It's like by the beach. And so they're kind of hanging out there and it, it, whatever it is, knocks a giant hole in the door. Yeah. Like right? at the bottom of it. Yeah. Like, the, like just bust it wide open. So there's like this giant hole in the door. Yeah. And, um, we also tall boy is back. Did you notice like the tall, lanky shadow that goes across? Uh, no. Oh I yeah, not. Like, tall, that's terrifying. When they're pounding before the before the hole gets knocked. I forgot to mention when they're like like it's pounding on the door. It, yeah. Again, at one point, uh, like the window, you can't like it's not a, a clear window. It's like a like a, it's kind of like a foggy looking window. Like it's meant so you can't see in it you know yeah but like a very tall lanky creature person oh. walks past it and I'm like oh, it's back it's back that guy's back I want to see his face again lurch is there to do some demo on oh the my door. god I hate it um but yeah the holes in the door and then of course Jay has to just go close to it right yeah of course she does and of course this is where I was like nope I'm not I can't I'm not looking I don't <laughs> I don't want to know was that when the 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 there's like a young so like we see Greg pop through and then he disappears like his head he's like is everybody okay blah 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 yeah and then he just yeah he, he goes away mm-hmm. and then Jay walks like approaches and a fucking young sickly scary little boy person pops his head through the door and then shrieks like a nightmare I'm like ew yeah, God, very how- scary very scary it was really it, creepy it was Super it was creepy. it was not fun um but yeah he does he kind of like 
does that creepy thing. And so then, of course, Jay books it. She gets she's just running a lot. She's like literally running away. And then she gets into the car and I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? She just leaves them there. (laughs) I tried shooting half of you. Bye. Like, Like, see you later. Yeah. Yeah. She drives away. Yeah. She, she takes the car. She takes, uh, uh, she takes Greg's car and, uh, she's driving like a maniac down the road and looks off to one side and doesn't pay attention. And that truck's pulling out of its driveway or whatever onto the road and she swerves and, uh, crashes into a cornfield. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you know, too, like she's surprisingly calm while driving from all these, like no screaming. I'd be like, ah, like I do that when I drive anyway. Like, I don't need a reason. Give me a reason to scream. I'll do it. Like, yeah, I, so I would not be calm. composed, right? I wouldn't be surprised if she could parallel park at that moment. I'd be like, you go. Yeah, um, I be calm. so she's children of the corning, like you said, wrecked into that field. And then I think we just cut to right away. She Jay's in the hospital, right? She's injured from that little wreckage there. Yep, she's in the hospital, um, and she's got like a bandage on her head. She like hit hurt her head and broke yeah. her arm or whatever. And Greg and uh, Greg and everybody are there, obviously at the hospital with her. Uh, no mother that I think that I know that I saw. Mom's getting drunk. Mom's on the sauce at home. Yeah, mom's <laughs> probably like joining. Uh, what was the mom's name in Freddie? Oh yeah, uh, Mrs. Nancy. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Mom of Nancy. Nancy. <laughs> yeah, she's probably with Mrs. Nancy, just drinking on the sauce, like you said. Yeah, mom's cool. nowhere to be found. And if it were me, if I were Jay, I'd be like, "Hello, every doctor, brain scans, brain scans. I'm seeing some fucked up shit." Like I would yeah. be, like, "Yes, I have insurance. Put it on my tab. Like I need doctors. <laughs> like, I don't care what it costs. Just do the CT now." I absolutely yes uh instead of just like watching the prices right on her hospital tv by the way jay and uh greg greg i thought it was like a dream sequence they're just hooking up (laughs) i was like oh this is like she's just picturing this in her mind like having a dream like you said like thinking yeah like it was like an idea she had and was like maybe i could just pass it along to him and be done with it and i I thought yeah i thought it was a total dream so Totally real. That was nice of Greg. Right? So sweet. I think he just wanted to get a piece. That's all it was. He just doesn't believe her. Well, it brings the term pity fuck to a whole new level in my humble opinion. Uh, It really does. It really does. They're clearly into each other. So I don't know that I'm categorizing that very fairly. Like, I just want to throw that out there. Obviously, there's a little attraction. So (laughs) there is. There is. (laughs) Nothing gets me going like hospital food. I'm like, come here. I'm nourished. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, oh, no, like, you just did that. Okay, cool. Ooh. Yeah, it was an, like an agreement, so. Yeah, but, like, Paul's pissed. Yeah, he's not digging it. Paul's like, I don't I don't like it. I would have taken that bullet for her. Hello. Like, I'm over yeah. here. Hey. You know. Absolutely. So. Um, but, like, Greg isn't seeing it yet, though, either. So, like, we kind of cut to, like, him in, like, the cafeteria at school, and he's, like, talking to some girls and, like, having a good time, and then he comes back to visit and tells Jay, like, she's like, have you seen, and he's like, I haven't seen anything yet. Like, maybe, maybe we've, maybe we fixed it. And it's like, well, you're yeah. not, hey, Greg, you're not the end-all, be-all. You're not, like, the magic <laughs> wand that everybody was looking for. <laughs> So he's like i'm that good <laughs> like yeah my skills are that good 
I rocked you, didn't I, baby? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> well, and I love how Jay, uh, that night, she's like, where's Waldoing for it out her window? You know, she's still yeah. keeping an eye out, right? And a good thing, because she's looking out her window that night and sees Greg walking in, oh, I don't know, long underwear. I was like, that's hot. Is, uh, it, but or is it just some weird person that looks like Greg? I feel like it's great. Well, because she's young. I think she's like yelling for him um, because she's doing like, actually, it's a little a Nightmare on Elm Street-esque in my, because they're across the street, like yeah. Glenn and Nancy. Um, so she sees, okay, we'll say somebody, right? But it looked like Greg to me. But kind of, yes. But they, he, he, the, the figure, the person, it, <laughs> following, it tries to get into Greg's house. It like start, tries the door. Right. And then we realize, like, oh, it's got an MO. It breaks a window. And then he dives through, like, super streamlined. Like, Oh, yeah, like, super easy. <laughs> like, nothing's going to cut him on the way in because that's not completely shattered glass. There's still shards of it sticking out of the fucking window. Now you're going to have it follows and shards. Like, <laughs> it has now. So. Uh, and Jay runs to the rescue. She so does. She runs out of her house. Um, and, and over to, you know, Greg's place and gets in there, right? Only to be further traumatized by what she's about to see. Things get really fucking strange. I was like, did I skip? Did it skip on me? And I'm missing some piece here. Like, so she runs upstairs, I think, right? She hears a banging noise. Yeah, something's like, something's banging and... She gets to the top of the stairs and looks down the hallway and Greg's mom is just standing there just like pounding on the door. Yes. And looks at her, right? She looks over at, so it's like, uh uh-oh, you see all of us now? Like, what the fuck? So looks over at Jay and then Greg opens the door from the inside and, and, and as like Jay's yelling not to, of course, very Nancy and Glenn again, I'll say it. I'm seeing it. Um, and so he opens the door and just immediately his mom He's attacks him. fucking attacks him. Yeah. And then and it gets like worse. But it will. So like, don't forget too. like right before she attacks him, like there's a quick, because like, I think it's important to mention there's a quick, very, very fast, quick clip that he opens the door and says, what the fuck mom? Oh and yeah. Says that she's standing at the door, just staring at him, but she's like boob out. Oh, that's right. She had a boob out. She has a boob out. And then, like, it cuts again to the long pan down the hallway where, like, she attacks him. And then it gets. Why are there boobs out? Oh, I have thoughts about that later. But. Oh, okay. um, Okay. uh, Not thoughts, just comments. I wouldn't even say thoughts. But, um, but yeah, so, like, Greg's mom, then. I I don't know. I know it's like, I don't know. So uncomfortable. So Jay uh, is obviously still down the hall, sees the mom figure disappear in the room, knows bad shit's going down. She runs. She's like, well, I have to look. Yeah, I have to see what's happening. So she runs in to the room and like, is it me or is mom's not dry humping him and pissing all over herself? I think that she's pissing all over herself while she's dry humping her son. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, she's I don't think they're having sex. No, 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 no. But I think she's dry humping him. Yes. 
And I'm like, that be careful. Mind the button. If that's a button fly, she's fucked. And more oh, than yeah. that. And more. Yeah. That's <laughs> but not gonna be good. She there's a lot of like pee play in this movie. I didn't know. I didn't know that was like a- <laughs> I didn't know that was like a thing. Some people, that's a thing. I mean, of course, it's a thing. I mean, that's what you, you get. I thought that I was watching a movie about sploshing, and I was way wrong. So I don't sploshing. That's when you mess around in food and you like like rubbing shit all over your. Oh, top and stuff. <laughs> oh there's there's always something, right? There's like a real sex episode all about it. It's crazy. Oh, um, right. so uh, Jay right sees that, and guess what she does. Uh, she runs away. Yes, she drives again. She does. She, she goes for a drive. Um, because now it's going to be after her. Because we know that, like, now that Greg's dead. Yes. It's back to her again. So now she's back to being victim un- numero uno. Well, and she has to keep you in mind. She's like, I got to keep him safe. I got to keep me safe. It's a whole Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah, that's right. He's officially back on the list. Um, even though he doesn't deserve shit. But that's I know, right? my personal opinion. Um, so yeah, she goes for another long drive and then this part just like was very confusing. She like parks like out least favorite part, least favorite part. She like walks out in the middle of the woods, falls asleep on top of a car, on her car, like on top of the hood of the car. Yeah. The next morning and then starts walking through the woods and she just like walks up to Michigan Lake, Lake Michigan. I keep saying Michigan Lake. Yeah. Um, and then like sees something off in the distance and then just gets in the water and then it cuts again. Well, she's way too investigative for my liking. Like yeah. to your point, uh, don't go near, make educated decisions. Okay. Jay and yeah. everyone else in the movie, because like, why would you go toward something you think you see off in the distance? Just go the opposite direction. Probably. The lake. Yeah. Probably the better decision. Right. Um, but you're right. She she goes she she goes toward the water, hops in. She's like, "What else?" Um, and off in the distance, we see a couple of young men just chilling, having a guy's day on a boat. See, I put my head down to take that note, and I missed it. That was that fast. So there are these dudes. They're like off in the dist, and you see Jay, and you know what she's thinking, and she looks so sad. That's when she's like taking her clothes off and she's gonna jump in the water so yeah I got a little sprank about that there has been much debate on whether Jay either had sex with the three men on the boat or not some people think she did and was spared a little longer from the entity right Mm -hmm. others think that she ultimately didn't because the entity had later um well, we can't talk about it yet. That would have been a spoiler. Yeah. Um, but this scene was left unexplained as part of the film's nature. So I like that it's a little ambiguous. You know, I like to think just for fun, because it's more dismal that she went out there and was like, hey, because that's terrible. But it makes for great storytelling. It's good. It does. It so. does. I, I was just very lost, but maybe that's just me. So I don't know. She was like, I'm going to go bang those dudes you know better my chances and then swim back here like the mermaid they thought they found that i was peace right exactly siren. technically yeah. the siren oh yeah sirene yeah oh yeah but so, so yeah then we like skip and mm-hmm. paul comes to visit once again everyone's asleep people like to sleep in this movie 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably that same morning. She's home. She's sleeping on the floor. Kelly and Yara are up in the bed uh, of her bedroom. And then she lets Paul in. He sits down. They have like a like a sit and chat. Yes. And he talks about like, I'll take it from you. And she's like, mm, no. Right. Friends and then yet. he, I know he tries to kiss her. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. I was like, you're you're doing it for the the right reasons. But of course, we're not going to go for that guy. The chick's not going to go for the good guy. (laughs) Sorry, Paul. I wasn't going to go for the the bad guy. I don't know. I was going to try to make a comparison and I just didn't have one. So the you, not the you, you know, like, right. Exactly. Jeff Gregg. Um, no. but then they don't they decide like they kind of like come up with a plan, right? All of them come up with a plan, and it's like later that afternoon or something, right? Obviously, they all hop in the car and they're driving. And as they're driving, this part was creepy and funny and weird all at once. Mm-hmm. As they're driving and backing out of Jay's driveway, she looks up on top of the roof, and there's just a naked man, full <laughs> bone. Full blown bush and deck, just just <laughs> right on the roof, just standing there staring at everybody. What if he had like a stapler in one hand and a string of Christmas lights in the other? Would you be like, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I think I would just be like, oh, I see now, I get it. I get Clark, it. I see you're Griswold. Um, okay, <laughs> so, so good. They have, yeah, they have a strategy in mind. They're going to the scene of Jay and Paul's first kiss. Yeah, uh, to this pool that's like out in like, uh, like they talk about eight mile at one point, which I thought it was really funny. Didn't they say yeah. something about eight mile? Yeah, um, not to go there. That Yara's mom says don't go to eight mile. Yeah, don't go there. Like they're like walking and they're all like holding like a suitcase and like they're all holding bags of sorts. And yep. you're like, I wonder what they're doing. I just thought that it was an overnight bag. Um, but then I was like, well, why would they need us? We're going to a pool, but we see they're going to a, a an an indoor pool and mm-hmm. they kind of go in and they're setting up a trap right so like they're plugging in all all these appliances around the pool well I don't know about you I'm always excited to see a setup montage scene I'm like oh yeah yeah (laughs) so many of our movies have them (laughs) wait what was that so many of our movies have them oh they do like yes yes a montage to set up and catch catch the bad guy um so yeah they they do it's like a setting up of a trap montage and it's hair dryers and toasters and TVs and like, which I don't even know where they, I don't know how they packed those in those bags, but I swear there was TVs at one point. There are. And yeah, yeah. all the things you're not supposed to surround a pool with. No. And they're like plugging them into all these places. Right. So they're like, whatever. And so we then have, we see that Jay hops in the pool, right? Further ruining her fresh cast, by the way. Yeah. I was just like, ridiculous, (laughs) ridiculous. Not even, it's not even been a week. It's still broken, honey. You have to have a plastic bag on that to take a shower. What are you doing? Right. Like, what is happening? So this part's kind of, like, a little bit boring because, like, they just, like, they're they're waiting, right? They're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting. They're bored, too. Yeah, they're super bored. So Yara's probably sleeping. (laughs) Um, And so, like, Jay's just kind of, like, chilling in the pool and then she sees it. It meanders shows up. Yeah. Look out. And it's over by the door. And she just says, like, it's just standing there staring at me, right? And she's like, I want to get out of the pool. She starts to kind of panic. 
Yeah. She's like, I don't want to be here anymore. And then out of nowhere, it just starts throwing shit at her. They're like, this is not what we planned. We didn't know that it could pick things up. It's supposed to be like a thing, right? Like it's not supposed to be able to do that. We didn't think about it. Go fish, go get her. And it's like, nope, wanted to throw this iron in her face. Like just start lobbing. Yeah. And it connects. It connects on a couple, like dead on shots, throwing this shit at her. Yeah, it does. It makes connect. It connects. It connects a couple times with a couple of those big items. Cracks yeah, her a couple times, I think. Yeah, like she's like borderline concussed, trying to not drown. You know, all that yeah. fun stuff. And thankfully, cool. they, they 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 do say too. One of them yells and says, "Well, thank God that's not working because it's throwing the stuff in the pool." And they're like, "She's gonna get electrocuted," but like it's unplugging it as it throws it in the pool. Right. They didn't throw like extension cords on the gadgets. They're like, we're in a hurry. Okay. <laughs> there's only so much we can play. We didn't think about that part either. <laughs> Let's just hope there's enough outlets right around this pool to make it work. Um, but it's so funny too, because regarding the plan to take it out. Okay. According to David, David Robert Mitchell, right. Um, he says it's the stupidest plan ever. It's a kid <laughs> movie. <laughs> He's like, I just have to wrap this up with a bow. What do I do? He said, um, it's a kid movie plan. It's something that Scooby-Doo and the gang might think of. And that was sort of the point. What would you do if you were confronted by a monster and found yourself trapped within a nightmare? Okay. I probably wouldn't be thinking the most clear either. And I would have died already or shot my friend by accident and had been, you know, detained by the police. So, uh, yeah, I I I don't props, but it's silly. Yeah, it is silly. It's very silly. Um, and it's, it's, it doesn't, like, when they started that, I was like, okay, like, I don't know what, I don't know what y'all are thinking, but okay. Well, Um, then they, they, they band together, right? So they start to get an angle to it. They, they basically sheet it, right? Yara throws a sheet on it. But don't forget that Paul shoots Yara first. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. He, he just starts shooting randomly at, at an item that he can't see, like at a thing that he can't see. Just, I, I was so angry when he starts shooting for no reason. And I'm like, I understand you're trying to, but he's like shooting at Yara. He's shooting at um, Jay who's in the yeah. still. And yeah. then he hits Yara in the fucking leg. Yeah. Friends forever. <laughs> like, okay. Like, I mean, cool story. How'd you get shot? Well, my friend's a dumbass and tried to shoot a ghost and shot me instead. <laughs> I mean, like okay uh, and you're um, right because then he does like at one point it gets shot or it gets knocked into the pool with jay because jay's swimming away she's like getting like trying to get from the middle of the pool over to the side to get out because yeah. they're like it's in like now we can try you know what i mean to get you out and see if yeah. our plan will and Paul, uh, well, rather, Jay is swimming and it catches up with her and like grabs her by the grabs ankle. Her. But it's also to go back. I don't want to forget something. You did call something out that was actually kind of cool about the sheet. They did. They do throw the sheet over top of it so they can see it. Yeah. And then Paul shoots it in the head. It yeah. falls into the pool. And then to your point, it comes in attack. I just wanted to call it because I kind of interrupted you about the Yara shooting. Oh, um, no, you're good. About that. But you're right. So it does. It kind of like grabs onto Jay's leg. Let's also not forget that whenever he walks, well, we'll see it later. Yeah. But the person that it's supposed to be impersonating is a very important character. Right. Yeah. Um, Hanging on to that. Yes. Info. I think you already know. Yeah. Um, But anyways. 
What I want to say, though, too, is when Paul shoots that thing in the head, when it has Jay by the ankle, in real life, he definitely would have just shot Jay and killed her. Because uh, all of a sudden, <laughs> he's like, pew, pew, got it, done. Yeah, um, absolutely. So he shoots that, right? And at this point, do you want to talk about what or who Jay saw? Yeah, so Jay sees a man, uh, a very tall, might I add, handsome man. At least yeah. I think he was handsome, even for a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the man that Jay sees is her dad. That's a harsh toke. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's a rough one. Um, yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good time. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Yeah, terrible. So Jay, uh, you know, the she gets out of the pool. She looks down into it, right, to see if she can still see it. Like, yeah. you know, down at the bottom or whatever. The water's all red. I did. So that. she can't. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I just was waiting for a jump, a jump scare. scare. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just, she sees blood everywhere. And then that's that, you know. Well, see you later. Um, they're going to have to empty that pool. Yep. Uh, and, you know, drain it and do all the proper cleaning. And I'm sure. The kids aren't going to help with that. It's not like they're going to band together with such things. Probably just going to disappear and never say that they were there. Exactly. So So then we see Paul's life being made. He's like under a quilt. I know. It's so cute and precious. Paul and Jay hook it up. Having a good time. So yeah, they, they, they do the thing. They do the nasty. They do. And then we have like a little scene where Paul is driving and he looks too young to drive and he drives past some sex workers and you can tell his gears are turning a little bit that he's thinking oh, I like, I thought of that. Yeah. It's like I'm insinuating. A I'm no. a dumbass. He was thinking about it, but we don't know again with the ambiguity, ambiguity. We don't know if he does it or not. I mean, that's true. So uh, we visit Zara no, Yara. Zara. We're out of nowhere. Her name changed. She's I've been wanting to. I've been wanting to call her Zara this whole time. <laughs> she goes by that at the hospital. It's totally yeah. different. Um, and she uh, is there, you know, because Paul shot her in the freaking leg. <laughs> and she's on her clamshell and she's reading something. It's it's uh, the Idiot by Fyodor um, Dostoevsky. Mm-hmm. And according to Looper.com, I know nothing about this book, by the way, just saying, um, the title refers to the idea that people view the protagonist, Prince uh, Mishkin, as an idiot because of his kindness. But the book argues that he's far wiser than the people around him. Similarly, it follows as a film that extols the virtues of kindness. Unlike many horror film protagonists, Jay and her friends are um, also unusually empathetic and supportive of one another in an uncaring world. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, So, you know, Yara's a nerd. She's reading and sleeping all the time. Yeah, reading, sleeping, and eating her food like a hog. That's okay. (laughs) I tried to ignore it. Um, But yeah, I mean, you're right, though. They kind of do, like, I just said that, like, I just, she said something about being an idiot and I was like, well, Paul's an idiot because he shot Yara, but um, yeah. But then we also just kind of like, not skip, but then we kind of go to the next scene where it's now all of a sudden it's Jay. Mm -hmm. It's Jay and Paul sitting in a tree. 
not literally, but like together. Walking down the road all happily. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know, you know. Yeah, you uh, got it. Yeah, they're walking. It looks very happily ever after, right? They're, they're hand-holding, walking down yeah. the sidewalk. Uh-huh. Or is it happily ever after? Yeah, like, so did they beat it then? Well, did you see that there's a figure in the distance and it's slowly approaching? I did not notice it. How did I miss it? I was looking too. I'm Ah. sorry to say it's either just a very slow pedestrian or wah, wah, not over. It's probably probably going to be a wah, wah. I mean, there is an it too. And it follows too. If we're being real, we both know it was an it. Um, Yeah. So there's there's that. (laughs) There's that on that. And then it's over. Yeah, literally. It follows is now it's over. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I had a little aftermath sprank because I didn't okay. want to pepperage it in. And, you know, it's more of a post story sprank. Okay. Uh, now that we're done, right? So, obviously, like I've mentioned a million times, metaphor for STDs, right? But <laughs> I know I keep bringing it up. I'm like, this one is around there. This is the truth. This is the truth. Yeah, it's got it in there, right? Um, but Mitchell, uh, director, writer, director, he hinted that um, the story has a more complex idea. Some have speculated that the film is a metaphor for sexual abuse and that the violation is something that stays with the victims and hurt, uh, haunts them relentlessly. Okay. So I was like, that makes sense too, a little bit. Uh, and then on looper.com, I read, uh, what's one way that you can temporarily gain freedom from this monster by passing it along and abusing someone else? This represents the idea that sometimes people who are abused process their trauma in the most unhealthy way possible by becoming abusers themselves. So, okay. I was like, yeah, like, you know, so metaphor. Yeah. Okay. But other little interwovings of it, you know, that's interesting. Wow. Okay. All right. That's kind of cool. So, well, uh, what are you want to tell me your reasons for writing? You want me to go first this time? Did I go first last time? Uh, I think I did. Oh, yeah. You would have gone first because of OG. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Yes. My reasons for writing. So, have sex, get haunted. A first for everything. I can say this is a different take on the haunting and or paranormal realm of scary movies. I can't recall this idea ever being used before. I love the shots and how David Mitchell decided to shoot the movie. I also agree with Raj's mention of feeling like the shots were infinite. That first person view will always scare me and have me worried at the next turn someone will be right in my face, which I absolutely hate. The characters were boring. Oh, (laughs) I felt like none of them really had a life to them. Mm. Uh, They all were just very blah. The movie's tone was overall blah for me too. If a movie could have a person represent it, (laughs) I would pick the economics teacher from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. (laughs) Ben Stein. (laughs) Well, I was going with his actual character's name instead of just Ben Stein. Yes, you know. If you know, you know. I felt that artistically it was better than the story itself. I was lost a few times and felt and felt like little bits were tossed in just to make it feel weird or strange when in reality it was just like, why is this even in here? I think without, I think without those tossed in bits, it would have, I would have liked it a little bit more. Mm. The scary ghost characters were kind of cool at times. Anytime that you, anytime that you have anyone just slowly walking towards you, not speaking or just standing and staring at you for no reason, just gives you the goosebumps. 
However, a lot of the ghosts were just naked and like there. <laughs> Although the tall guy was probably my fave. <laughs> this naked movie just there. Just there. This movie had jump scares, and that's about it for me. I think the concept was good on paper, but was not executed on screen. Oh, look at you. Twists and turns. I wasn't really sure where that was going, but I love the naked and just there comment. That's I mean, like my yeah. favorite ever. So what about you? What's your reason for reading? <laughs> um, I have to say, uh, if not already stated, this movie was way more fun the second time around. I remember just not liking it at all. So when we pulled it, I'm like, son of a bitch. This happens to me a lot. <laughs> and why does everything bad in the world always happen to me? <laughs> and these people, too. Uh, so the ways uh, in which it manifests, to me, was always unsettling. Some manifestations were creepier than others, of course. But the concept felt more original to me. Um, you'll be tracked by something, but stay on guard um, because there's no way to tell what it will appear as. So you're always on your toes. I love that. Um, the characters had no choice but to constantly be on edge. And I especially enjoyed when it did manifest as a person looking like someone within the inner circle, like the Yara thing with that girl. Like, I thought that was really fucking scary. Um, if it manifested as you, uh, I would definitely be the most simple-minded victim ever because I would just hug you. I'd be like, I haven't seen you. <laughs> Dead. Just like a mean. <laughs> I would never think twice. Like, I know you love you. Um, you know, as I would in the day-to-day. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed the score uh, and the dynamics between the characters. Like I mentioned earlier, I love this feel of like the kids and not having adults to go to and they wouldn't understand us anyway. Like I just liked that um, kind of, you know, adventure that they were on. Yeah. Of they're trying to save their lives. They're not like, this is fun, but I liked it. Um, and, you know, again, and I said it how many times now? STD metaphor. We'll put that as like 48th time I've said it. I let that get in the way so hard the first time I watched it. I think someone yeah. had inputted that in my brain and was like, guess what? Or if you even read the tagline, you're like, okay. Um, <laughs> are they showing this in sex ed class nowadays? Who knows? Um, so that had hindered my liking of it the first time around. So I was happy that uh, I had a chance to revisit. Please. Yeah. What did you rate it? A zero. Oh my God. <laughs> I did not like it. Yeah. Well, I rated it a one. Okay. So, so one, one for gore. gore. We're, We're not like in front of each other like we normally are, so we can go <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> the fa the score face. I bet Roger Ebert does that with himself every time he posted a new review. He's like, well, yeah. Um, well, that's funny. Gore. Okay. Yeah. That's cool too. Okay. We are at 145. All right. Our next movie is number 93 on our list. 93 on the list. Uh huh. Who are people's looking? 93 on the list. Uh, okay. I've never seen this. The Vigil. V-I-G-I-L. The Vigil. Okay. So The Vigil is the next movie that we're going to watch. Yeah. And so watch with us. Yes, please. We've seen it. And um, yeah, as always, 
Good times. Uh, well, <laughs> this one goes well. I'm excited to see how this works out with the video and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us in all of the, the, the media ways. But we love you guys so much. Yeah. Thanks for hanging. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 4 for Gore Podcast and keep an eye out for polls and things like that too. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a question for you this, this time around as well. We'll see. Ooh, wild. Cool. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Later.